Deep Knitter contains explicit content. It is also fact-checked-ish. We try our best. Listener discretion is advised. This is Deep Nerder, the podcast where we talk about true crime, nostalgia, murder. These are your hosts, Kelsey. I'm Jill. And I'm Britt. Booyah. Nailed it. (laughs) Nailed in the coffin. Yep. Hold on. Okay. Okay, well, I have to open this craft single because I was really looking forward to eating it, so... Respect. If you're recording. Respect. It started recording, yeah. No, it's okay. Okay, well, I apologize. I, I really had to eat it. It's okay. I don't ever buy those, so I like that you even have it in your house. Oh, my God. They're my favorite snack. I eat, like, six craft singles in a day. I, I just eat a them. Weird, that's a weird snack for an adult, but that's I, I fucking love them. It's I don't like, even think they're real cheese. It, I don't think they are. The commercial has milk in it, but it's animated, so. I fucking love it. I don't know. <laughs> Well, you're eating that so fast. You're like a bunny. Oh, they're so good. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jill. Like, craft singles. Just give me a plate of, like, craft singles and a bottle of Dr. Pepper and, like, girl. Girl. <laughs> I like Mountain Dew, but I also really like Dr. Pepper and A&W. I like Selection. <laughs> I fucking love Dr. Pepper. Baby Gem is tippy-tapping around the house. You have food in your bowl. Go get your foods. All right. Here we are once we're again. We're back. Recording we're back. We're back. a podcast. Do, 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 do. It is the second one of the evening. And that's totally that. fine. This is the only podcast we record it once a week, all the time, like clockwork. No breaks ever, no days off. Just handcuffed to the computer because we do this over Skype. <sighs> I don't want to hang out with people and person are you fucking kidding me do you know how weird it would be to record in person now when we've been doing this the whole time so fucking weird i actually thought about that because my my girlfriend was like like oh like you've been like for with the lockdown and stuff you've been with your friend jill the whole time and i'm like no i've never been with her in person other than a haircut and she's like really i'm like yeah we use skype <laughs> i know i was thinking about that i'm like are we gonna have to record in person and then i was like oh, i'm gonna buy one of those like mic things where the mic like hangs you clip it and it hangs so it looks more professional and then I was also like oh god I'd have to wear fucking pants <laughs> yeah. like I'd have to I'd have to leave well I have to leave my house number one you don't you don't have craft singles what would I even eat at your house I, that's a see I'd starve yeah I'm speechless already I had no idea you could have organic nacho chips I'm gonna stay right here <laughs> I hope what about if I went and got like some kind of like organic fruit roll up? Yeah, or you could just get cheese. Like, damn. I'm lactose intolerant. I, they're not real cheese. That's true. I think it's just like soft yellow plastic. It's so good. It's just like soft, soft yellow comfort. <laughs> it's yeah. orange. It's not yellow. It's orange. I it? fucking uh is it orange or oh, yellow? I don't know. It's craft single colored. Welcome to our podcast where we talk about craft singles erotica. I need the hex code. Can you get the use the Adobe Cooler app? Give <laughs> me the hex code. What's the Pantone number for my craft single? What color is your house? Craft single blonde. Blonde? Blonde orange. It's a color. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. 
What's the Pantone number of fucking craft single? I'm gonna get it tattooed on me. Okay, maybe it's, I thought it would just pop up immediately. It's not. It's more of a hunt. I can eat this later. Oh, maybe. Hold on. Yeah, no, it's it's a for later job. Okay, all right. <laughs> so today we are continuing the TGIF saga, because it goes on forever, and that's awesome. It doesn't go on forever. We're gonna kill it. Jill wants to kill it, just so everyone knows. But, <laughs> but I'm perfectly happy living in this universe. We're taking a hiatus because we have become a TGI fan cast is what the F in Fridays meant, is TGI fan cast. Sure. I'm killing it. If the shoe fits, my dude. I'm temporarily killing it to expand our horizons. And because I have a whiteout board over my computer with other topics that I'm like, (laughs) yes, 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 yes. I added two more of them today. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, well, for today, we're still in this universe, so let it be known. Still countdown. Yeah, I'm killing it. I'm pulling the plug. But today, we're talking about the one, the only, the, oh, I didn't introduce ourselves. I'm Kelsey, and that's Jill. <laughs> we're talking about the one and only Kelsey and Jill. Hi, it's Hi. us. Excuse me, it's me. Okay, no, but seriously, we're talking about Family Matters. What's up? What up? Uh, so I want to start this off because, like, I always like to put personal great emphasis on the fact that we are not political and we strive to not touch on political matters that we just don't have the education to cover. But. Family Matters was written and created by two white guys. What? Yeah. Oh. So. The fuck? Unless that's wrong, but that's what I learned. And, like, I mean, I'm sure they were well-meaning, but anyways, it doesn't matter if they were or not. It's wild. I didn't, yeah. So, and as, like, a white person myself, I don't want to comment too further on it because I don't feel like I'm in a position to do so, but I do feel like I needed to be acknowledged because... Uh, for sure, there was a, plenty of very awesome uh, persons of color, producers and writers and what have you. So I anyways, I'm just getting I'm ripping that bandaid off immediately. Boom. OK. So Family Matters is an American television sitcom that originated on ABC from September 22nd 1989 to may 7th 1997 before moving to cbs from september 19th 1997 to july 17th 1998 a spin-off so family matters is a spin-off of perfect strangers the series revolves around the winslow family a middle-class african-american family that lives in chicago illinois so midway through the first season the show introduced the winslow's nerdy neighbor steve urkel Ugh, a dream. Played by Jalee White. Who originally, I guess he was only supposed to be like a day player. Like he was just going to show up, do his role and get out. But when they did the, um, like the show testing or whatever, like people were ecstatic over him. So they, he became the show's quirky kind of breakout character and they ended up writing him into the main cast, which is pretty sick. (laughs) 
He would literally be like if Kimmy Gibbler stole Full House. Like, he's such a dork. He's wonderful. I, I watched an episode of it today where they they were, like, gambling or something. Like, all the like the dad like and all the police officers were gambling. And then Steve Urkel came over. <laughs> oh, my God. Amazing. Yeah. And, like, don't get me wrong. There's still, like, so much misogyny and everything like that. But it he's just so cute. <laughs> he's so cute. There is a drag queen. Her name is Raja O'Hara. Yes. And I feel like she looks like if Steve Urkel was alive now and kind of like a hipster, but she, I sent you a photo of her. She, every time I see her, I'm like, she's like sassy Urkel. (laughs) I I can see her. I love it. I love the energy she's serving right there. Look at that. Look at that. Yes. Even with the pink backdrop, I know she didn't pick that, but I'm feeling it for her. Looks real good. No, she 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 just looks like fancy Urkel to me. She's she's truly fancy Urkel. She's my new spirit. I love her. Okay, so having ran for nine seasons, Family Matters became the longest, the second longest running live action U.S. sitcom with a predominantly African American cast, behind the Jeffersons. That were 11 seasons and having aired 215 episodes, Family Family Matters is ranked third behind Tyler Perry's House of Pain with 254 episodes. The Jeffersons was 253. Family Matters was the last live action scripted primetime show that debuted in the 1980s to leave the air and outlasted all other primetime networks networks debuts of the 1980s with the exception of The Simpsons. Tyler Perry's House of Pain, great show. I really, I, I personally like anything Tyler Perry puts out. And like, <sighs> I I hear Tyler Perry and I just think Medea. Dude, I was going to say, there's not a Medea show my husband and I haven't seen because we oh fucking love Medea. Like, uh, my, I, I don't know how we feel about Medea because the only recollection I have of her is like a girl from high school having like a sleepover night and that was one of the like weird approved movies her mom let us watch and I was like what the (laughs) fuck are we watching (laughs) that's hilarious it was very odd I like I fucking I love I adore Medea I really do so I don't know she's I just yeah I can't (laughs) I just clearly I can't say enough I really like her I like her a lot (laughs) Okay. Where are my notes? Okay. So the history behind the show, like I mentioned, the series is a spinoff from the ABC sitcom Perfect Strangers. So both shows aired on Friday nights on ABC's primetime slot called TGIF Friday. Mm -hmm. Joe Marie Payton played Harriet Winslow. By the way, Harriet Winslow, my favorite. I just like she was such a badass and she I really yeah. liked how her voice sounded for some reason. She just had a really like awesome voice. Yeah. Yeah. Really liked Harriet. The elevator operator at the newspaper where Larry Appleton and Valky Bartokobus also worked. Reginald Val Johnson, who would make cameos on the show as Harriet's husband, Carl Winslow, a Chicago police officer, 
ABC and the producers loved the character Harriet for her great morale and quick-witted humor and decided to create the show that would focus on her and her family, her husband Carl, her son Eddie, elder daughter Laura, and younger daughter Judy. So that is where they kind of got the idea from. And I I don't know, I think that's... I always talk about opportunities people get, and I think that's such a cool one because, like, you weren't even really like a breakout character per se in the show and they're like we just like mm-hmm. you so much that you become it and then you get a spin-off and that's sick it's just like yeah happy about that mm-hmm. so in the pilot episode the, the mama who came to dinner the family had also opened their home to carl's streetwise mother estelle played by rosetta lenore usually known as mother winslow Prior to the start of the series, Harriet's sister, Rachel Crawford, and her infant son, Richie, had moved into the Winslow household after a death of Rachel's husband. The Winslow's nerdy next-door neighbor, Steve Urkel, was then introduced midway through the first season in the episode Laura's First Date, and he quickly became the focus of the show. I think I remember when he was first introduced. He, like, blows into the living room looking for her. (laughs) Did I do that? <laughs> yeah. What a guy. Oh my the god, I used to quote it all the time. I I know, I think we all did. The popular sitcom was a mainstay of ABC's TJF lineup from 1989 until 1997, at which point it became part of the CBS Block Party lineup for its final season. Family Matters was produced by Bickley Warren Productions, 1991 to 1998, and Miller Boyett Productions, an associate with Lorimer Television from 1989 to 1993, and then later Warner Brothers Television, so 93 to 98. As the show progressed, episodes began to center increasingly on only Steve Urkel and the other characters also played by White, including Steve Swave Alter Ego, <laughs> Stefan oh God. <laughs> And his female cousin, Myrtle Urkel. <laughs> Do you remember? Oh my god, yes. I thought about that. Yeah, so. Myrtle. Yeah. So here's the cast. In full. So Reginald Val Johnson was Carl Otis Winslow. Joe Marie Payton is Harriet. Also later on, they had another actress play her, um, Judy Ann Elder. Rosetta Lenore, which would be Estelle, Mother Winslow. Darius McCary is Edward Winslow. Kelly Williams is Laura Nee Winslow. Laura Lee Winslow, sorry. Valerie Jones is Judith Winslow. And later also played by an actress called named Jamie Foxworth. Joseph Wright and Julius Wright are both played by Richard, or sorry, Joseph Wright and Julius Wright both played Richard Crawford and also later by an actor named Brighton McClure. And Talma Hopkins played Rachel Crawford. Jolie, why I've done this already? Jolie, yes. Okay. When I start talking so much and saying all these names, I really put my foot in my mouth, like right in there. Yeah, that's fair. Julie White was Stephen Quincy Urkel. Sean Harrison played Waldo Geraldo Faldo. (laughs) Michelle Thomas. Yeah, that's a good name. Michelle Thomas was Myra Monkhouse. And Orlando Brown was Jerry Jamal Jameson. 
I so, really love on this show that they just kind of took the youngest daughter and then just fucked her out of the show. Like, they just wrote her off. Yeah, yeah. They, like, I think it was, like, season four or the start of season five or something. Like, she just stops being in the show. How do you just get rid of the kid? <laughs> I don't know, boarding school? Like, what? This is like some Emma and Friends shit. <laughs> but yeah, so this this show essentially is like another version of a sort of, I don't necessarily want to say like nuclear family because in this instance we have like the the mother is working, she's working at like this the diner that's like family owned and like her husband's a police officer. So they're both, they're both, uh, you know, bringing in money into the household, which is pretty forward thinking and awesome. Whereas like you, if we look back on like the other episodes we did, for example, the dinosaurs, like the mom's a homemaker, which again, nothing is wrong with that, but mm-hmm. there you go. So I, I like that this is a family of color and like we have both parents that are working and their, their kids are being well-educated. I just think it's, it's, it's super cool. How um, do people afford to have kids? I truly have no fucking idea. It's very fucking expensive. We talked about this in another episode. I'm just sitting here being like, oh my God, you have three kids and you both work. Yeah. How much is kid shits? I know how much my shit is a month, let alone like three more, four more of me. Oh my God. Yeah. And then like dentists and like doctors. uh, No activities. Just give them a toothpick and tell them to play hockey with a lifesaver. Oh my God. Here's some nails and a ball. Get good at Jack's buckaroo. Yeah. Or like carpentry. Let's go. Put you to work early. Oh my God. But yeah. So, and then like I mentioned, it's kind of awkward. The, the production company that put this, this show forward, at least I feel uncomfortable about it. So yeah. Fair. I, but I mean, they're maybe moving forward. They potentially could have brought on um, a black writer, like a person of color as a writer. I, I'm not sure, but I just, I do know the main thing, the main founders of the show were predominantly white people. So, yes, I just don't like that idea. I feel like it's one of those things where you're making money off of someone else, which yeah, as, you're profiting. Yeah. But I mean, like as a woman, we've dealt with that for years too. So it's like, ugh. So anyways, again, not political, but I just felt like it was important to say, I mean, it is political. We are not political, but I felt like it was important to say, (laughs) now I'm going to stop talking because I feel uncomfortable. Someone else. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Steve Urkel, I feel like as catchy as like the not the mama was from dinosaurs, like I feel like his like, did I do that? Kind of like weird thing. Like I fucking quoted that all the time. I thought it was so funny. Anytime I like knock something over, I'd be like, well, did I do that? Like, oh my god! Obviously, like, fuck, so annoying. But also, like, I still think about that. Like, when I do something, I'm like, whoa, did I do that? Like, oh, I'm funny still. But uh, then all my young coworkers are like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, I'm legit, yo, you know, YOLO. <laughs> and they're like, whoa, mad chuggy, bro. Yeet. <laughs> yeah, yeet yourself on out of here. <laughs> uh. Just a quick segue back, though, to some of these characters. So there... One second here, because I clicked something. 
porn. So Carl Winslow's original Val Johnson that played the dad. Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. one of the police officers in Die Hard and Die Hard 2. Oh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. So that's sick. Huh. Yeah. And then uh, Joe Marie Payton did some of the voices on the Disney's The Proud Family, which is a fucking banger of a show if you haven't seen it. I loved it growing up and I highly recommend. Proud Family's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So it's she pretty good. Uh, Joe Marie Payton was Harriet Winslow, just in case, just in case he forgot. So Valerie Jones, who first played Judy Winslow, and then Jamie Foxworth, who then later played Judy Winslow. Jamie Monet Foxworth, Foxworth was a former por- pornographic actress. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, nice. I, I think that's fucking dope. She's nice an job, American Judy. Actress, American actress, model, and former pornographic actress. She's best known as her for her role of uh, Judy Winslow. So you know what? Get yours, girl. Fuck yeah. Fucking a. Nice job. I'm actually like super impressed. Nice job, girl. Kind of jealous in a good way. Good for yeah. you. I can't believe they just ripped somebody off. It's so weird. They they wrote her off. Yeah. Um, Orlando Brown also was one of the voice ap- actors from the Proud Family. So there's a lot of crossover with that. But yeah, there's there's some there's some talents. Anyways, and then of course we have the one and only Mr. Urkel who starred on. Didn't he have like a grown up Urkel show for a while? Was yeah, he he did. He was a host on something. I feel. Cause I, I, he was, he had a sitcom he was on for a while called Grown Ups, but I couldn't, I was like, I feel like there's something like a gap in my memory. Oh, and he was also like the first voice for Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. So he, he had his own sitcom called Grown Ups, but I thought he had one where he was like, I thought it was called Urkel. Uh, I don't think so. But if not, I highly recommend making it. I'm fine with that. I thought he had one where he was like Urkel grown up. Anyways, I'm like, I can't find it. So. And I don't believe in the Mandela effect, so whatever something happened somewhere it was probably just grown-ups i bet you it was just like a section on grown-ups and i'm just like putting it oh apparently he was in like the big show show which is really funny i haven't watched that it's stupid don't watch it perfect (laughs) okay well there you go family matters what's up family does matter truly sometimes it it matters so much that I know your eyes got big. So I am covering <laughs> the horrible man that is Ronald Gene Simmons, the family annihilator. Ugh. <laughs> Great. You're welcome. So. <laughs> Ronald Gene Simmons. I'm going to call him Ronald because saying Gene Simmons makes me think of Kiss. Okay, yeah, that's fair. So Ronald was born July 15th, 1940 in Chicago, which is also where Family Matters takes place. 
Okay. So, fun facts about Chicago, because I'm going to bring it up before I bring her down. So, Chicago is the third largest city in the USA, and the name means Chicago, which also means onion field. Okay. And then, as I like to compare, because this has just become the thing I like to look up, apparently, the average precipitation of Chicago is 35.82 inches of rain. And if you'll remember, Vancouver gets about 92.6 inches. So, we're like... Almost three times wetter. I also like that that's what you do. You're like, let me look up precipitation. If you looked at my search history, it's just like crime, 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 rainfall stats, crime, rainfall stats, Patreon, rainfall stats. Well, it's like my husband today texted me that Instagram, that crime scene cleanup Instagram. And he was like, Kelsey's going to like this and she's going to send this to Jill. And I fucking did. And then he sent me a Vice hey. documentary that interviewed the guy and I was glued to it. Like, I'll <gasps> send you the other one I follow, but it is NSFW. Like, it's he, not safe for anything. I, like, I wanted to be a mortician when I was in university and my uncle, who was a mortician, talked me out of it. And I'm kind of like a little bit butthurt about it, but like, whatever. <laughs> oh my god I get grossed out enough sometimes at work just from like touching people like yeah. I'm not a very physical person I don't love touching but my job involves me touching people all day I couldn't do that to a, a dead person I could do it I could do it Ooh. but like and then no. Jordan, when Jordan sent me that um that uh, interview with the cr- crime scene cleanup guy he was talking about how he like went to scenes where this one individual had like disemboweled himself and like took his intestines out and cut his intestines with scissors and like put him in the bathtub and like that's how they found him and I'm like oh my god do I want to do this as a job now no but I might I'm good at cleaning things I guess I couldn't clean things with my stiletto nails that doesn't really work imagine all of the guts under these no just right in there They'd no. be good for picking up squishy uh, <laughs> Like a garbage picker. <laughs> Ew. Like when you I stab, quit. I get like stab a grape with my nails. It's like, Ew, you're an, an eyeball. Texting your husband to watch out. I got rid of the nightshade that was growing on the balcony today. Because so. <laughs> it's in his food. I haven't seen him for two episodes. <laughs> He's in Kelowna. It's fine. Okay, I'm sorry. Go, go, go. Uh, on next week's episode, it's you. <laughs> the case of you. So, Ronald's father died when he was three years old, and his mother got remarried, and they relocated to Little Rock, Arkansas. Okay. Fun fact about Little Rock, she's one of my favorite characters in Zombieland. Carrying on. Cute. I like her, too. So... In 1957, so Ronald was 17 years old, he dropped out and joined the new uh, U.S. Navy. I was going to say UNAV, U.S. Navy. Okay. <laughs> he was stationed in Washington, where he met Becky Uliberry, and they got married on July 9th, 1960. So in between 1960 and 1978, Becky and Ronald had seven children. Um, And then in 1963, so three years into their marriage, uh, Ronald quit 
the Navy and joined the Air Force. She carried on the Air Force, and then this is when him and Becky had all their kids. So they ended up having Ronald Jr., Sheila, William, Loretta, Eddie, Marianne, and then daughter Rebecca, who they called Becky. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would say Becky Jr. I feel like ladies can be juniors. Laura like Gilmore did it. Yeah. Why can't we be juniors? We just don't see it as much. Bring it back. Mm-hmm. First of all, I'm going to do my little rant thing that I like to do. Why are men named like Jordan Jr. or whatever the fuck after their fathers when their mother physically shoved them out of their vaginas? It it should fuck masculine and feminine names. It should just be like whatever your mother's name is, like Sandy Jr., no matter what gender you are, or like Jill Jr. You're a boy, you're Jill Jr. because I crushed you out of my vagina. No, if I have a kid, its name will be me. Or Neve. No, N-E-E and then I my know. last name. Yeah, I know. that's my, that's, and if I ever had a kid for some reason, I would name them Me. You're welcome for that. You're, thank you. I'll never forget. I don't so know. In 1981, uh, the Department of Human Services started investigating Ronald because Sheila had had a child and allegedly people were claiming that that child was his because people were claiming that Ronald had been abusing his eldest daughter, Sheila. Hmm. So Sheila was 17 years old at this time. And instead of trying to fix the situation, he packed up his family and they ran away. They fled and they moved to Ward, Arkansas. And then after that, they stayed there for a bit, and they ended up moving to Dover. Okay. So they went full Duggar. They got, like, 13 acres, and then they joined two mobile homes together to create, like, a house for the entire family. Uh, But in this household, they had no phone. They had no indoor plumbing. And then Ronald had built a fence around the entire property that was about 10 feet tall in some places. Weird. So he's just totally hiding off. It's like, so, when you have a really, really athletic dog or something? Like, Oh, my God. Yes, maybe. What do you have, I've my dog? It. Does he have my dog? So he worked many jobs. He left the Air Force. He ended up working a bunch of different jobs. And the last job that he had was in December 1987. And he actually quit because he had been accused of making sexual advances and hitting on like coworkers, and so he was being accused of this so instead he just quit okay so on december 22nd uh some of the family was over for christmas they're expecting more family in the next few days they're trying to do like this big family christmas so ronald woke up on december 22nd grabbed his 22 caliber pistol and then went and shot his wife, Becky and his son, Gene, uh, point blank. He just woke up. God. And what day was this on the 22nd? Yes. Oh, and then, like, I'm going to throw it out there. Like, I feel like if you're listening to this podcast, you should expect the worst, but I'm going to throw out trigger warnings because, uh, I am going back on something I said, and I am involving children a little bit. Okay. So just skip way ahead if you don't like this or like go back and listen to the Furby episode because here we go. So he went, uh, his three-year-old granddaughter, Barbara, was at the house too and he ended up strangling her. And then he took all three of his family members' bodies and threw them in a pit in his yard. Why did he have a pit? 
the fa- he had gotten his family to dig it a few days prior. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Resourceful. So with it being close to Christmas and him being an actual piece of shit, he waited for his other kids to arrive home and he told them, I went so dark. He went and he told them that he had presents for every one of them, but he wanted to give them to them one at a time. Oh my God, this makes me want to puke. So he invited his daughter Loretta outside to get her gift where he drowned her in a rain barrel. Then he did the same thing to his children, Eddie, Marianne, and Becky. And how old, what was the age range on these kids? I couldn't. Uh, they were aged, like, his granddaughter, Barbara, was three. And then these kids were, like, 8, 11, 14, 17. And then uh, Ronald or Gene, uh, as they called him, like, Ronald Jr., was 29. Oh my fucking god! Does the twenty-nine-year-old couldn't fight off this psychopath? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not victim blaming at all. I'm just like, could you imagine having, like, that complete like wherewithal to understand truly what's happening and not being able to prevent it? And like, your siblings are dead. And like, fuck, mm-hmm. that's fucking horrific. So he moved all the bodies, and then he just stayed there till December twenty-sixth, uh, where. He just kind of like stayed at home, waited. So on December 26th, the rest of his family came. So his son, Billy, and his wife, Renata, showed up at the house uh, where he shot both of them. And then he uh, drowned their almost two-year-old son. Oh, my God. He is just on a fucking rampage. Yes. What is- So then next, his daughter, Sheila, came home with her husband, Dennis. Uh, So he shot them both. And then he strangled his granddaughter, Sylvia, who is the child who was allegedly his. So his granddaughter? He allegedly had a daughter with his daughter, Sheila. So his granddaughter was his daughter. Ew. And then he also uh, strangled their 21-month-old son, Michael. Fuck off. This person. What the fuck possibly could go wrong in his life that he would have to do all of this? Like, seriously, right? there's nothing. There's nothing. Sir. So he lined up all their bodies in the living room and covered them with blankets or coats. And then he went out to the local bar for a drink. Oh, uh, he okay. had a drink or two. He came home. He went to bed. And then he spent the next uh two days like drinking beer and just watching tv so then on on december 28th he drove to russellville which was nine miles away and he walked into a law office where a woman named kathy kendrick was working so ronald had really liked kathy and he had asked her out a few times and she had you know she was not interested uh, so he ended up killing her as well. Oh God. Then he went next door to an oil company where he shot a man named JD and then he wounded the odor rusty. And then he drove from there to a convenience store that used to be his old job where he shot and injured two of the workers there. 
Wow. From there, he carried on to Woodline Motor Freight Company, where he shot and wounded a woman that walked there, uh, worked there. And so after he did that, he just sat down and waited because they called the police. He just basically sat down, waited and made small talk until they came to get him. And then when the police came, he just handed them the gun and was like, okay. Seriously, that was that. He was like, here, I'm good. I did it. I'm fine now. So he he ended up killing 16 members, uh, sorry, 16 people in total and injuring four. And he is actually, uh, I believe, one of the top like rampage killers in America. Wow. You're welcome. Uh, So he was found guilty of 16 counts of murder, and then he was sentenced to death. So on June 25th, 1990, uh, he was executed by lethal injection. And surprisingly, nobody came to claim his fucking garbage body. Hmm. Wonder why. So that was me. That was so. Do you, did you ever see the movie Rampage? It was filmed in Langley. Um, no, because when I think of the word Rampage, I think of like that video game where you get to be like a monkey or a rat or a lizard and like tear down a city. Or like the movie that Dwayne the Rock Johnson did with. Yeah, I never saw that one. Yeah. Either. But I no, didn't a, see it either. I didn't, I didn't see that either. But there's a movie called Rampage that was filmed in the early 2000s. It's filmed in downtown Langley near where I used to live. And it is absolutely excellent. But truly, it's more of an indie movie. But it's truly terrifying in the sense that, again, coming from a perspective of someone that's never had to deal with a situation like that. Or, I, you know, my mental state hasn't put me in a place like that before. <laughs> So it, it was, it's very well done and it's very scary because it really gives you that like fully, fully helpless, chaotic feeling because this guy literally goes on a random rampage and it's from his perspective and it's just like ooh nonsense. It's complete nonsense and it's like it makes you feel helpless. It's uh-uh. very, yeah, it's very, very, very frightening. And considering like he's walking up the street where I like I, I would have grown up on. So he's like going into like a nail salon that I would have gone to and like murdering all the people in the nail salon that were just getting their nails done. So because it was also in a setting that I was familiar with, I was like, Oh yeah. That would make it so much worse. Yeah. It was just like, this is exposure therapy at its finest. Like, Holy fuck. So yeah. What year was that in? You said 1987. Uh, 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 I was like, so like, ha, I'm done. And I put my notes away. I'm sorry. I'm and sorry. It's okay. It's fine. I don't know. Well, it was like the eighties. I'm like, I'm imagining. Cause that's when you he was found. Yeah. He was found guilty in the 1990s. So like 87, okay. probably. Yeah, so in like 87, 88, 89. Any in that era, like then their like early 90s, late 80s, and prior, like the lack of mental health services 
the fact that he was like uh, there was alleged abuse and he was just allowed to like jump to another town and take his whole entire family with them and further isolate them or like what about oh someone God, being right? like yo you're building a 10-foot fence around your house like you you good yeah like deflects up with that yeah it kind of just feels like there was a lot more going on and like I kind of feel horrible for that that family even before that happened because I would imagine there was probably like the most emotional and physical control going on like he sounds like one of those people that you know he would want to like go through your phone or like make you call them every Mm -hmm. time you got to wherever you're going to confirm you're actually there and like phone people around you to make sure you're actually there you know yes like a very unhealthy my my friend actually just got out of a relationship with somebody like that a male friend a male friend where his his when I when I met her I was like you know when you can just tell I was like ooh, something's a little a little bit wiggly but I don't totally know but I kind of know and then when they split up uh, he was talking to me and I was like she liked to control every scenario and he was like yeah how did you know I'm like I could just tell like I could tell and I was like she's probably doing it because it makes her feel safe and control makes her feel comfortable and safe and she knows Mm -hmm. that kind of that you know that's that's her warmth and he was like yeah like yeah it was wild like she wouldn't let him eat unless she was eating if she went to bed she'd make him go to bed like it was wild it was the whole thing and like unfortunately yeah and like if she was exercising he had to exercise and if she like it was a whole thing but like the unfortunate thing about people like that is it's like that's coming from some sort of mental health split whether it's like I don't know like uh, like trauma or like a PTSD or like I don't know but like they need as much help as the victims sometimes Mm mm-hmm yeah um i have a fun fact for the end of this episode too go for it so it involves something i love which i don't know if you haven't listened to some of these episodes but i like weed yeah (laughs) i can say it because it's legal and it's fine and i act much better on that than i do on alcohol but our man Steve Urkel, aka Jaleel White, he's released a strain of weed that you can buy called Purple Urkel. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And it, it launched this year in like California, but it's called Purple Urkel. I love it. And I was like, that's pretty fucking amazing and hilarious. And it literally has its own Instagram page. Like at Purple Urkel. And it's like just pictures of him, like out and about, I guess, doing shit on weed. Like, sure. But he's teamed up with Snoop Dogg. Oh my God. Yes. I did hear about this. Fuck yeah. yeah. Also, like anything Snoop Dogg touches just turns to gold. Like, oh my God. Anything Snoop Dogg touches turns to Kush. Or that, yeah. You, did like, you, have you seen the or have you heard the little dicky video or song with snoop dogg it's fucking great <laughs> no but i'm gonna listen to it it's fabulous i think it's called professional anyways professional rapper it's called professional rapper amazing yeah do you want to hear yeah. some family safe jokes oh sure family safe yeah because this is a family episode 
do it. Why didn't the duck pay for his lip balm? Or oh my god. Bomb? Can I can I actually guess or should Fuck I play yeah. stupid? No, do it, do it. Because he put it on his bill. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you're smart. Uh, what do you call an alligator in a vest? An investigator. Yay! Yes. Why did Darth Vader turn off one light? Because oh, he likes the dark side or something. He prefers it on the dark side. Yeah, you got that. Yes. <laughs> I'm sitting here like I am in like some sort of YTV tr- quiz show. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm here. You're nailing for it. You're nailing it. If you were in the show, uh oh, they're not drop. They're not oh dropping the ooze. I'm, yeah, I'm not getting slimed by that yeah. fucking leather daddy. <laughs> leather daddy. How do you throw a party on Mars? Ooh. I don't know. You plan it. Get out. Get out right now. <laughs> that was my favorite. This pod- I'm canceling TGIF and this podcast. The whole thing. <sighs> okay, I guess I'll leave it on that one because that was oh good. <laughs> God, you plan it. I hate you. Oh, you know. <laughs> have, I the, have I told you the one about the bunnies, though? No. What's invisible and smells like carrots? What? Funny farts. Get out. This is, I told Emily that, and she, Emily was in my house. And Emily just points at the door, and she's like, get the fuck out. Get like, out. My house. What do you call a hen looking at a head of lettuce? I don't know. Chicken Caesar salad. Ba-dum. Oh, my fucking God. How do you make a tissue dance? What? You put a little boogie in it. Get out, get out, <laughs> get off, go. Uh, do you have holes in your underwear, Jill? Oh, why? No, do you? I'm asking, do you have holes in them? No. Well, then how do you put your legs through? I hate, get <laughs> out. I can't stop. I gotta get off. Stop. We're done, we're done. I can't stop. I gotta quit. I gotta quit oh, while I'm ahead. Thank God. Okay, yeah, that's it. Hurrah. That- laughing. That is the end of TGI Fridays for now. And then you know where to contact us. Deep Nerder on the Instagram or at the gmail.com if you have questions, comments, concern, or a message for Brit. Uh, and other than that, we fucking killed it. You guys killed it. So, Yeah. Take any of those jokes, please, and regurgitate them to your loved ones, because if we can't annoy them with very terrible dad jokes, then what are we even doing with our lives? If you have jokes to send us, send me jokes. I'll open those emails. There you we go. We don't have many emails. Just from Brit. Just, just one email. <laughs> All right. Cool. Nail it. See you on the flip side. Catch you on the later days. See you on the dark side. Ah. Uh, oh. That's my dark. No. I'm, I'm shutting it down now. <laughs>